Welcome everybody to the Lonely TARDIS, your journey through time, lords, and space where three companions discuss everything you want to know about the latest Doctor Who episodes and news and things like that. Um, uh, second episode of this week, but we're going to cover The Ascension of the Cybermen and The Timeless Children, so the two-part finale. I'm Dolly Domofsky. I'm joined as usual by Sean Norton and Marcus Beer, and we're going to get rocking. I'm not even going to give you the Twitter handles uh, this week because we decided you guys already follow us, so you should be. Um, but you can follow the website, LonelyTardis.com, at LonelyTardis. That's the only ones you need to know. Anyways, we're going to talk about Ascension of the Cybermen and the Timeless Children. Let me read a quick summary, and then we're going to dive into this sort of two-parter. So this takes place right after the haunting of uh, Villa Diodati. <clears throat> the Doctor and companions have chased this uh, Cyberman into the future. Um, they arrive at the last outpost of humanity in that far future, um, just in time to protect the final humans, um, which we've heard that before a million times, uh, from an attacking wave of Cyberman drones. Some, hum some of the humans are killed. The Doctor... Uh, um, and Graham and, and Yaz and Ryan all kind of split up and go their own ways uh, to kind of save the last of these what humans here. What a shitty TARDIS parking job. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, oh, it's like a shitty TARDIS parking shitty. job. I like that. Um, really they all leave and they end up getting to uh, this portal. Um, <clears throat> the doctor does and they, uh, uh, they're too late to discover that Ashad, who's the Cybermen, and a group of cyber warriors have arrived and they've seized the control deck on this uh, on this Cyberman ship, this that they've stolen. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff going on there, and the Yaz and the Doctor uh, uh, and uh, something about uh, Kosharmis. Oh, Kosharmis, he's the uh, he was the dude from Game of Thrones. He was uh, one of my favorite uh, characters. Anyways, they open this giant portal. Uh, that's supposed to send them to safety. The portal's revealed to be the new location of the ruins of Gallifrey. And then, just as they're like, what the F, man? The master jumps out. Tells the doctor that the doctor should be afraid because everything's about to change forever. Okay, that was the first part. Essentially, that's everyone. Second part. Uh, the doctor grabs a uh, doctor and the master head into, and head into Gallifrey. He imprisons her in the Matrix and reveals that uh, the doctor was not a native Gallifreyan, but really was the orphaned female timeless child from another dimension that um, uh, was uh, experimented on by a Shibogan woman named Tektun. 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 That's the alcohol kicking in, guys. Um, so Tektun eventually figured out the doctor, that the child can regenerate... Uh, over the several regenerations, takes that DNA, injects it in herself, blah, 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 blah. Then you have all the, the, the race of the Time Lords and the Doctor by herself. Um, uh, in the meantime, um, the Master wants to turn the dead Time Lords, because all the Time Lords have been killed off, uh, into Cybermen and kind of create his own cyber army. Uh, a time, cyber Lords, I guess that they were calling them. And then, uh, so anyways, Yaz and Graham reunite with Ryan, a bunch of the other survivors. They follow the Cybermen to Gallifrey. Uh, and then the uh, the Doctor, they kind of all come together. Doctor plans to detonate the something that's called the Death Particles from Ashad's remains, because they, they shrunk Ashad down, the, the Master did, uh, to stop the Master. But Kosharmis arrives, takes her place, uh, detonates the particles, 
supposedly killing the Master and the cyber-converted Time Lords, and they return to Earth in a house-disguised TARDIS. Um, uh, the Doctor and another TARDIS makes her way back in her own TARDIS, and then uh, the Doctor says, you're gone, peace, get out of there, I'm done with you people, I'm done with you humans. And all of a sudden, as she's on her TARDIS, the Jadoon arrive, arrest the Doctor, take her to a distant prison somewhere in the future. And that is this two-parter. Um, hey, everybody, what a clusterfuck to explain <laughs> and, to, and to watch. What did you think, Marcus? I'm going to start with you this week. Wow, silence. I hate Chris Chibnall. <laughs> there, that's what we were looking for. That's what we were expecting. I mean, it seems like he watched some of the dicking around that Moffat did with Cannon. Went, hold my pint, got a sledgehammer, found the actual Doctor Who rule book, battered it, set fire to it, put out the fire by pissing on it, then shat on it, then set fire to the shit after dousing it with oil, pissed on it again, and then threw it in the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand him. I can't stand him. He's a talentless fuck. It's in, uh, and look, we're going to have this conversation that, oh, people, the BBC were responding to people complaining about Chibnall, but, and you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respond to this now. The problem I have with the BBC is they are such a bunch of lovies. <laughs> yeah, sorry, my uh, my uh, Apple Watch decided to chime in. Shut up, sweet aunt. Um Yeah, the BBC are just such a bunch of incompetent lovies there. They keep on hiring people and just saying, oh, yes, darling, you could just run with it. It's just children's show. We'll just count the money, blah, blah, blah. And what they don't seem to realize is the people who keep the show going, the people who watch week in, week out, are not the kids anymore. The kids are on their fucking iPads, watching YouTube, playing Minecraft, uh, watching instructional videos on how to play Minecraft. They're watching Peppa Pig and Bob the <laughs> Peppa Pig's amazing. But, I mean, this is, the, this is the thing. The people who are keeping the show going are the sad old spods like us who've been watching it for 30, 40, mm -hmm. 50 years. Yeah. And we're the ones who buy the overpriced merchandise. And that, that ship has sailed because this, this bugger's not buying anything from the Chibnall era. Thank you very much. Um, it's, you know, they are basically saying, oh, you really don't care. But we're the ones who turn up at the conventions. We are the ones who are keeping it going. We're the ones who are trying to introduce kids to it. And if you can't make it good enough to, that it's worth introducing the kids, the show has to go away. I would rather see Doctor Who cancelled than have to sit through a third Chibnall season. And it sucks for Jodie uh, What's-Her-Face and the crew, because, you know, uh, Jodie Whittaker, because, you know, she's trying very hard to create the Doctor, uh, you know, a, a, a memorable Doctor. But unfortunately, it's, it, you know, it's basically just garbage week in, week out. I am sick of Yaz. I am totally down with, with Toasting Cold to a certain degree. I'm obviously down with Greg because he's a grumpy old man like me. But I would have... And, and look, I am so over the new master. I th I wanted to give him a chance initial and initially, but he makes John Sim look restrained. And he doesn't have the menace. He's like a little frigging garden gnome in a dandy outfit. 
he has all the menace of a wet fart in an elevator. Everything Chibnall has done with the last two seasons has turned to shit. He's destroying the show, and the BBC better wise up and listen and turn around and kick this tubby bald fuck to the to to the to the uh, uh, curb because there will be no fan base. We'll basically go back and we'll rewatch Tennant. We'll rewatch Smith. We'll re rewatch the few really good Capaldi episodes. We'll go back to Tom Baker. We'll go back to Hartnell, etc., etc. When Doctor Who actually mattered and was really cool and had expanded universe, not this Sheffield shite that we're stuck with right now. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can say this: um, the average viewers for Caesar, here, Caesar series twelve. Speaking of fans and people. Um, not being into it, has dropped off considerably, especially in the UK, um, compared to the last uh, the last season. Uh, and so, something definitely to be to be noted um, when they you know when when they when they start making deliberations on what they want to do next with Doctor Who because fans are are signing off and it's not grow. I think the biggest problem is it's not growing new fans. It's it's well, how could it? How could it? Yeah. <sighs> How could it? In its current form and its education. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. I just. No, no, that's fine. Go ahead. Cut me off. Oh, no, how could it? Like, it's not quality television anymore, mm -hmm. man. Like, no. <clears throat> there's no reason to invest in the characters. There's no reason to invest in the canon. Um, you know, there's no reason to to hope for proper storytelling. You know, it it's just, it, it's just crap. <laughs> it's crap. It's and. And you hope upon hope, what is it, season four, or episode four, Ruth Doctor shows up. And mm -hmm. you're just like, man, okay, sure hope they pay this off. This is, they, he went from not wanting to do any old shit last season to, to, to potentially rewriting the whole show this season. This is crazy. The brought back the master. brought back Captain Jack. I can't wait to see what happens. And then you start hearing the rumors, of course, of what's going to happen. And you're like, there's no fucking way. There's no way he does it. And then you see this episode and, and <laughs> I remember when you guys were freaking out. <laughs> When Clara jumped into the Doctor's time stream because she became a part of, like, you know, little mm -hmm. tiny moments throughout his life. Like, maybe turn left here or maybe take that TARDIS instead. I would take that 10,000 times over yep. for the but rest of the show. That one went nowhere. I mean, that was prime Muffet in that it went nowhere. But you're right. At least that was interesting and had potential. But much like this this new cyber cabbage guy you know the cyber bastard as i like to call him it went <laughs> nowhere yep right well it went it got miniaturized and yet again the cyber in just the stupidest way to kill a, a, a horrible menace it's just shrink him down to pocket toy I mean, figure I, size i love the toy and i love that it's a callback from apparently classic who it is yeah weapon um <laughs> But man, like, talk about, you got people being like, ugh, I don't know, it's it's really soon to bring back the Cybermen, don't you think? Like, it was two years ago that you had two masters and the Cybermen and the Doctor lost companion, and he also had to regenerate because of them. So it might be too soon, but I guess if we do it right, it's okay. Oh, and by the way, the last time the Cybermen showed up before that, they were also in a master story, Missy. Uh, so mm -hmm. yep. they really haven't been their threat on their own for a while. They've no. just been a pawn of the master. But okay, that's fine. I sure hope that this time they really get to stand on their own. Wait, just kidding. Halfway through the story, we're bringing the master back incoherently and incomprehensibly. 
and then he's going to talk his way through the cyber fleet, and then he's going to do a little Joker-like dance, shrink the cyber guy down, take the cyber in himself, and I'm oh, just kidding. Now the cyber don't matter again. Oh my god, it's just it's just so stupid. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's so stupid. It's it's tiring, and that again, is I. <clears throat> The best way for me to explain it is that I used to sit and watch Doctor, even in our in some of the sh- really shitty first episodes of uh, Capaldi, I would still sit and watch an entire episode in one sitting. It, usually when it when it debuted, uh, you know, live, I would sit there, I'd hang out, um, and I think that's you know this is the way to watch Doctor Who. I you know right when it when it goes live because I can I want to be a part of the conversation. I. Doctor Who is work right now for me to to watch it. I don't get joy in it. I feel like, well, I'm I kind of have to see it see it through. It's like when you play a really bad. So there's just let me let me let me tell you guys a story. There's this really shitty Square game, Square Enix game for the Xbox 360 um, called Infinite Undiscovery, and it was their their kind of new take on uh, on Final Fantasy games. They were in between Final Fantasy. 12 and 13, they thought, let's make a game called Infinite Discovery. It was some of the worst RPG garbage on the planet. And I bought it because thinking, it's a Square Enix game, so it's, and it's an RPG, it's a JRPG, turn-based, blah, 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 it could be kind of cool, was maybe an hour and a half into it and realized that this is absolute garbage. But because I spent the money, I put that upfront money into it, I felt like I had to go through as long as I could and try to get my money's worth, which there was no getting my money's worth in that. There's definitely no getting my money's worth out of Doctor Who because I stay up late. I'm staying up late on a Sunday night to record a podcast that I didn't want to record. I'm sorry. I love the both of you, but this po- I was dreading recording this episode because I'm drained completely drained of Doctor Who. Now, that being said... Way to put it. Yeah. Feeling tired. We just went I, into the episode here and we just felt tired. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, even as sad. I think all the sad was done. I was just yeah. tired. Yeah, I was I, I was tired. I'm like, okay. I, I, I think my commentary was, okay, I finally got through it. I mean, I think that's what I was... That was going through my head was, okay, I made it through and... Pfft, Fine. I, I had it on during the elliptical, and I was kind of not paying attention or trying to pay attention, but it, not good. Um, I'll say one thing. <clears throat> I'm I'm actually okay with the doctor being this sort of enigma, right? This enigma of well, there's definitely something special about the doctor. Um, I th- you know the doc like the whole idea of the doctor coming from a different dimension or whatever. I don't care where the doctor came from, but the idea that the doctor was sort of the best of Gallifrey, the progenitor of what the Time Lords are, I thought, okay, there could be something kind of interesting there if it was Hartnell, right? If you started at that very beginning, if this timeless child was actually Hartnell coming through, or his doctor, the first doctor coming through and um, becoming, you know, kind of going in through the, the doctors as we, as we know it. But no, now we're kind of stuck with Oh, the doctor just from another dimension, and this is this is an eternal, timeless child that's never been born. It's never going to die. It's had a bajillion. It just wiped a lot of, a, it wiped everything clean of what built up. Is that a fucking time lord? I, like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, he's yeah. Not he's not from the. Same yeah, planet. exactly. Like, 
Oh my god! Like, come on, man. I like that you just said the doctor. Doctor is no longer a time lord. I mean, I guess technically he is the time lord if you look at it that way, and they all sort of evolved because of him but did or you her know, or it. Did you, know, but, you notice that it was a girl right from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I mean, Chibnall's whole thing about pissing all the hardcore fan base off, taking a mallet to everything right from the get go. I mean, I really hope that somebody, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, has the, the wherewithal to either fire this ass clown once and for all, put or put the series on hiatus, and when it comes back, bring Russell T. Davis back to totally retcon the the last two uh, last two seasons and wipe them from existence because <laughs> they make Sylvester uh, McCoy and Colin Baker's <laughs> worst episodes look like masterpieces. Mm-hmm. I would rather watch the one with the frigging cat people with Sylvester McCoy and They Ace. turned it into a movie, actually. It was out in December. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, sorry. Yeah, it's... It's... <sighs> there's nowhere for... It's not good, and there's nowhere for Doctor Who to go. Even if you just well, started watching... Look, listen, let me, let me finish. Even if you just started watching Doctor Who... This has there's no meat behind these stories. There's there's no substance behind what the doctor is because we don't know what the doctor is. Now there's previous iterations of the doctor. It's, Ruth is a throwaway character now. Ruth Doctor. Which Dr. Ruth was really cool when we first found out. I actually was hoping, oh shit, that could be an awesome future doctor down the line. Because you know, obviously you you had the caretaker tell uh, Matt Smith's doctor that you're gonna bump into some faces that you've you've already you know you could turn into faces you've already turned into you know in the past so I thought that could be really cool but no all that's wiped out all of that is wiped out and I have no idea and there's no basis for what the doctor could be and that is that is a goddamn shame did you guys like the part where Ruth no. Doctor showed up no in no no I did not told the audience that none of this matters anyway. Nope. This whole fucking big thing Chibnall's been building up to. And like, yeah, you, this is all true now, I but like, who cares, it. right? Who cares? <clears throat> and it's just, it's so fucking problematic on so many levels. Like, uh, So there are, and what I think uh, Jody Whitaker's doctor says something that I'm thinking, uh, that I was thinking during the episode. She says, well, I don't know, something to the point of, I don't know how many of me there are out there. I fucking think the same exact thing now. For all we know, there could be millions and millions of doctors floating around. And that, oh, to yeah. me, is garbage. That is absolute that garbage. He's been running into himself yeah. all this time. Yeah. I have no idea. Because yep. apparently he's... Also, is the doctor now... So, Marcus, how old is Time Lord Society supposed to be? Isn't it supposed to be, like, the oldest like society in the universe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so now you've got the doctor... Who is like a? I guess I can't die. So there goes that. Um, and is this sort of mortal being from another dimension or universe or whatever? And has been around since the very fucking beginning. So it's about a billion years old. Like every part of this sucks. Mm-hmm. Every part of this sucks. And there have been some people who are like, "Oh, it's fun!" And now they can tell so many stories. And there's so much more backstory. <sighs> no, no, no. It, it 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 is an affront to what the character is supposed to be, which is this person who was just sick of the the, the uh, elegant authoritarian whatever you want to call it society and ran away instead of doing what he was told. Mm-hmm. And, yep. And now that is just gone. 
And everybody's like, well, no, that's not true. You just didn't remember before that. Bullshit. Because now Ruth's doctor and all this other stuff points to the fact that this is all predetermined anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, it just sucks. It's so unnecessary, and it sucks. And it just, it's just such a bummer. It's just such a bummer. Like, they they need, like, a Crisis on Infinite Earths type of thing for Doctor Who where they just, you know, they, the when Jodie Whittaker goes into her 13th, or, you know, goes into her, her regeneration where it just completely wipes out everything and starts fresh with just the original concept of the Doctor. You know, that's really, to me, it's the only way they can save this, this ship. Because um, really, it's not... Honestly, ideally, I would like them to... Um, figure out a way to, you know, uh, then the next season starts with Capaldi opening his eyes. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. finding that he's been stuck somewhere. And if he's oh, not God, there, yeah, we'll go That'd back to Matt Smith. Yep. Favorite dream in between regenerations. Yep. Yeah. That'll be the 60th anniversary. Uh, God help us. God help us, this chip knows around for the 60th anniversary. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Um, this, is yeah. a difficult, this is a difficult episode to talk about, these two episodes, because it, it, it's like you're reading a novel, and then the last like three pages of the novel say, everybody, everybody caught a virus and died, and uh, you know the Yankees won the pennant. It's like, well, what does that have to do with anything I was just f- fucking watching and reading? It doesn't. It ruins the story, and that's kind of where it, we're at the point right now with Doctor Who. Nothing matters. Uh, no. I mean, this this well could be the this could well be the the last lonely TARDIS. To be honest with you, I'd much rather talk with you guys than two yeah. DMs. Yeah, that's um, true. And uh, then have to talk about this fucking show anymore. I mean, if we want it's to really talk difficult. about Doctor Who, let's go back and start watching classic episodes and talk about those. Yeah, like we've like we've long discussed and just refuse to cover Chibnall unless it's. Um, that he's resigned it's, or that he's been fired. Ugh. It's so confusing. Doctor Who is so confusing right now. It was... Some people... So, yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, some people have said, like, as they try to come to terms with this, they've said, well, you know, you had writers come in and showrunners come in. They ignored, uh, what is it, Marcus, the Morbius, Mobius Doctors, yeah. whatever that was. Um, they've ignored that. They ignored the Doctor being half-human. <laughs> they ignored the Doctor this, that, whatever. So maybe whoever comes in after Chibnall just just acts like this shit never happened, just wipes it away once they see the reaction to it, which as far as I can tell is way more negative than it is positive. There are people who are fine with it or even fans of it, which God bless Ugh, somehow. Whatever. Um, but I think those are the kind of folks that – and I don't want to whitewash it all away, but I think there are some folks that are just like, look, this is sci-fi. It's going to be whatever. I enjoy the show as it is. But I think the vast majority, at least from what I've seen, are with us in that this is hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Hot garbage. Yep. Um, and it's just oh, – you know, and the other part is it wasn't even a well-done episode. Well, that's I think that's what gets like, me the most is it wasn't even well done. Uh, and then you think about the master, right? And you look at him throughout the course of this whole season, and it just – the way I w- I'm really on board with the actor. I like the actor up until this episode, and I, I don't think it's a knock on him as much as it is just the material he's been given mm-hmm. and the, the sort of direction he's been given to take the master. Which, when you compare it to to Missy and or Gomez and and, and Sims and 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 those who came before them, it's so so sort of like over the top comical now. But it really lacks also the sort of nuance of the love and the hate, and it's now just hate, hate, hate. 
to say nothing of how Chibnall seems to have clearly hated Capaldi's woman and yeah. everything Moffat yeah. did there and just wiped away all the Capaldi stuff, all the growth with Missy. Not even a nod to like what happened there. No references from the doctor. Whatever, whatever. You take that all away, right? Like at some point, if you go through the timeline, it makes no sense. Like he finds out about this timeless child thing somehow, right? And then he somehow wipes out the whole goddamn planet. <laughs> but but he doesn't get rid of the bodies, right? Just keeps them around just in case he needs them. Uh, then he goes to Earth, and then he does what? Some interdimensional being shit just to mess with the doctor. And then he somehow escapes from that. And then what? What did he do? He went to Gallifrey and just waited for that portal, which opens to literally everywhere in the universe every time it opens up. Did he just wait there, hoping the doctor would show up sometime? Like, oh, God, I don't know. Do you want to hear the really depressing news? Yeah. They've already filmed the New Year's special. Oh. They, filmed, they filmed it at the end of uh, last year. Oh, Lord. Um, as they're directly carrying on from the series. So, um, yeah, it's now sitting in a can when it should be flushed down the can. Hmm. Well, aren't they confirmed to come back too? Isn't Jody and Chibnall? They're both coming back. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, she... You know, she's got the the uh, dubious uh, pleasure of being forever tarnished by, by uh, by his legacy. But um, yeah, her her Doctor Who is just awful, and it's not down to her; it's down to him. No, it's him. It's yep. the same thing with the it Master. Is. There's yep. no, there is no like every little thing they do individually is fine. But when you build all this stuff up and tie it together as character arcs, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't work. Uh, there's no like their morals, their motivations. All this shit seems to flip and change by episode or by little parts of each series, and and it just all the none of it really like is is coherent. It's cohesive, right? And you could tell that the same thing he did to her character, he's done to the master, and it just it just sucks. Everything that he handles himself on this show, for mm-hmm. the most part, is underwhelming at best, and is downright criminal at worst. I mean, you would think that it would have been really difficult to lower the bar after Cyberwoman. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, but he's managed it, cons- and his level of consistency with regards to lowering the bar week in, week out is uh, you, you, you've got to give him a round of applause for that. I read online, um, Marcus, you'll appreciate this, that it's almost like he watched this show when he was a kid, uh, probably around the same time as this Morbius Doctor mm-hmm. thing everybody keeps talking about. And he had some, some idea for it, some fanfic he wrote then. And then as he grew up and the show grew up, he just held on to that idea. Like, this is what he's going to do to Doctor Who. This is the story he's going to tell with no care in the world about how the show has grown mm-hmm. and changed and the world around him has grown and changed. Like, it's, it's just this, this dude who is still that little Doctor Who fan in his head who never grew up and was going to tell that story that he was focused on no matter what. And, and who cares about the rest? And uh, he doesn't read feedback. And he doesn't care what people think and blah, blah, blah. It's just while he's not on Twitter. <laughs> it, really is. it really is it's just as well he's not on Twitter because I mean he would have been you know hammered from pillar to post um, but uh, look uh, can we wrap this up I, yeah, I unfortunately yeah. have to go back to work no it's fine you guys uh, I'm just sick of talking I'm sad I'm just sad I think excuse of a it's, show I'm tired I'm tired it's got nothing to do with the actors nope. it's got nothing to do with the crew uh, I think there were moments where we were let down with Capaldi's yeah yeah. stuff right and smith stuff but never to this degree uh there were moments where we always said it was a shame that Tennant didn't get another run or that capaldi didn't have better stuff to work with that his hits were too sort of far between like the really good shit mm-hmm. 
Jody, I think, will probably go down in history with, I don't know, who do you think, Marcus McCoy or any of the ones that Marcus just McCoy were... McCoy or Colin Baker. Oh, yeah. Baker, yeah. yeah. Like, she... I mean, at least McCoy, you know, he did try, but he was stuck in a really bad situation with the BBC had given up on Doctor Who. The, uh, yeah. the, the guy in charge of the BBC at the time was a total uh, fuck nipple. Um, <laughs> who, uh, you know, hated the show. And one of right. the Michael Grade or something like that. It was some, it was some Ponzi nonce. Um, yeah, uh, so it was... Sylvester McCoy tried hard, and I thought his doctor had really good uh, parts. Colin Baker, he was following, I mean, he was following, you know, um, Pete, Peter Davidson, who was, uh, you know, the youngest doctor, mm-hmm. and he, you know, a sort of like very affable type of doctor. And then, you know, Colin Baker came in, he was a little bit heavier, older, and just mean. Hmm. Very dark. And, you know, again, this was at the start of the, the, the you know, the, the show starting to lose popularity. So, I mean, he also had a bad, uh, um, you know, a bad deal of it. But Chibnall's come in. Um, yeah, it was a Doctor Who's nowhere near as uh, popular as it was at the height of David Tennant. Matt Smith kept it going for a while. Um, and it was actually for a very long time. Capaldi, there was a notch dropping down there. But... It was still a really strong show, and uh, Chibnall has just ruined it. It's yeah. I, I I'm sad. We're all sad. I, I, I'm beyond anger, and I'm just I'm just sad. And to the point where we're not going to review this episode. I'm I'm pulling the plug on reviewing uh, this this finale because I know what we're going to get, um, and because I don't want to even remember this episode. Uh, but <sighs> this season's over. At least we my, have that. My point being, pour one out for Jody, first female yeah. doctor. Well, I guess not anymore, technically, right? Yeah. Uh, um, she tries her best. The material is rubbish nine times out of ten. It's monster. Or I'm sorry. It's after school PBS special of the week, um, and everything that we thought it was gonna, we were afraid of after the first couple episodes has gotten infinitely worse. <clears throat> so, pour one out for her. Pour one out for her fam. Yeah. Um, oh Lord. Two of them are leaving, supposedly, if if they are smart, and they're not. But if they are smart, they will leave it to the Doctor and Yaz, assuming that the rumors pan out. Um, and they will go one companion moving forward, and they will... I mean, I have no faith that they would do this, but they just figure their shit out. Because if they are so tone-deaf after this reaction, then I just don't... I, I, I've already said it a couple times this season, I just don't think it's my show anymore. Not, not me neither. I don't think it's anybody's show's. There are some people that like it. I don't know. Yeah, unfortunately, they're morons. (laughs) Sorry, they're morons. They're they're, they're the same people Uh, who, you know, like I said, watch fucking YouTube videos, who think PewDiePie is (laughs) comic genius, who Hmm. think Logan Paul is the best thing in the world, who think that, you know... I'm staring right... The best invention ever. I'm sorry. The collective... uh, While more, more tools and materials... And technology are available to kids nowadays. They're dumber than ever. They're fucking morons. Everybody under twenty-one on this planet is a fucking moron. <laughs> oh, I like my Minecraft videos. They're like the best videos ever. Do not necessarily represent the views of those on the Lonely Tardis. Or uh... I'm sorry. 
no, anybody I... who's a fan of Chris Chibnall's uh, uh, Chris Chibnall's run on Doctor Who is a fucking moron, Atonite gamer. <laughs> there we go. There's the Twitter. Crucify you. I will show you how much of a dickhead or whatever you are. She, Jodie Whittaker, would have been better served with Russell T. Davis or Moffat in his prime. Chibnall yeah. has done her a huge. Oh my God. We just the said the worst thing. The worst thing that happened to to her career and David Tennant's career was fucking Broadchurch because that prick Chibnall wrote Broadchurch. Everybody thought it was the bee's knees. They okayed it for two more seasons. The second season was piss poor. The third season was a fucking joke. And he's taken these actors down with him. The fact that we just said Chibnall, or that we just said Moffat in his prime is, I think, a good point to end this episode of The Lonely Tardis. Oh, gosh. I'm tired. I'm going to go finish my drink and maybe cry a little bit but i do i will just say this we we totally appreciate everybody listening to the podcast i know we've had a tough run these last two seasons because chibnall has been really bad at his job and somehow he gets to keep it uh um but really thank you everybody for for bearing with us and and experiencing what we've had to experience because we do love you guys we don't love the material that we have to cover this is this is really tough. This has been tough for all of us, but um, yeah. Again, if you think I've been bad about, bad about criticizing? I've been mean. Read our, our good friend Ben Padden's tweet. Oh my lord! Ben yep, Padden, yep. He's, he is uh, he is more cutting, less wary. We are. I will just say this: we are not the uh, we're not the most angry out of all the Doctor Who. Fans. We've been as angry as you've heard us this episode and in a few episodes in the past. There's stuff out there that's that's even we've we're held back, <laughs> but My feel free to tweet it. Yeah, exactly. My wife is angry. At, we used to watch Doctor Who every week religiously. She can't sit through it now. Yeah, she yeah, literally no. can't. She hears Jodie Whittaker's bloody Sheffield accent, and that's no disrespect to Jodie Whittaker, but they should never have given her a Sheffield accent. Mm-mm. Um, not with not with the tone of her voice. She hears it, and my wife my wife gets a fucking migraine. Yeah, no, my my wife, who I just got into it last year, and uh, rode the high highs with me as I rewatched all of T. Russell and uh, mm. Muffet, said to me at the end of Jody's run when she was, or this season rather, when she was genuinely mad. <laughs> uh, she said two things. She said one, um, I really feel bad for you because this thing you love has been sort of taken away or changed or you don't have it anymore. And I said, well, that's okay. I mean, you know, these things ebb and flow. Maybe it's just somebody else's time and it'll come back, but we'll always have Cabaldi yeah. and Smith yep. or whatever. And then the other thing she said was, please tell me you're not going to make me watch the show when it comes back. Hmm. And yep. I just, how sad is that, man? Like, my, here's how, I mean, it's so sad that my daughter used to sit and watch Doctor Who with me when she was younger. Uh, pre Jodie Whittaker and those first couple episodes of Jodie Whittaker's uh, run again. Jodie Whittaker's phenomenal. Um, Chib- I'll, I'll, let me rephrase it. Chibnall's run. I don't want to say Jodie. It's Chibnall's run. I thought this would be a great opportunity for my daughter to get into the female, you know, female doctor, get into Doctor Who. This could be her doctor. Completely uninterested and uninteresting take on the character. Um, again, not Jodie's fault. Chibnall's fault. <laughs> 
Well, okay, uh, you know what? Let's just stop. Let's just stop this. Let's end it. I'm, I'm, I am really sick of talking. This is me, Dolly, the Mr. Positive, saying I'm really sick of talking about Doctor Who right now, and I'm going to pull the plug on this episode. Um, Sean and Marcus, I absolutely love you guys. No matter how difficult it's been to talk about this stuff, at least I have the both of you uh, to help me through this. Um, we miss Steven this season, but maybe it's for his mental health that he didn't join us. So smart. He's so smart. He's so smart. Um, uh, and to all the, I mean, we're, this is not the end of the, the the podcast. Maybe something good will happen. I mean, we've we've had a tremendous run uh, over the years. All the different, all the different co-hosts we've had, all the people that, that have popped on. I almost want to do a. Uh, quick little little sessions with with some of those folks and try to get back into um, hearing what they thought about it. Maybe we we'll get Ben back on here or uh, you know Justin McElroy on here or some of the other folks. Um, but uh, for us right now, we're gonna sign off for this this episode for the finale of of Doctor Who this season and um, Ascension of the Cyberman. And I don't even care what the last one was called anymore. I'm I'm so cooked. Uh, that being said. We, again, thank you, everybody, for hanging around for these 35 minutes for this episode. It's been too uh, – why? Why were you still even listening right, to this? that's it. You know what? You're we're done. We're done, Dolly. Yep, we're done. Yeah. I love you. Dolly Domofsky, Sean Norton, Marcus Gamer. Marcus Gamer. What? Marcus what? Beer. Marcus Gamer. <laughs> oh, that's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> Marcus Gamer. It shows you how much I've been You're drinking. LonelyTardis.com. Goodbye, everybody. The show is bad.